Hello, and welcome to the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. I am Sarah Noble, a certified shamanic energy medicine practitioner, somatic embodiment coach, Akashic Record reader, spiritual mentor, and teacher of energy management and meditation. This podcast is born from my passion to help you reconnect with your heart and intuition. In each episode, you'll hear me channel guided spiritual information for a guest around a specific question or decision in their life. Afterwards, I break down the call so you can better understand how to connect with your own intuitive gifts, your spirit guides, and soul family. I will also give you practical exercises and tools that you can use to deepen your understanding of how to use this in your day-to-day life. Now, without further ado, let's get on to our caller. Hello, everybody. It's so good to be here with you. I have a lovely show today where we talk about some beautiful topics, including the power of loving ourselves and how this connects to our intuition and how it's the pathway to living a life of purpose and connection to everything that we desire. We also talk about how it's possible to have multiple emotions at the same time and what this looks and feels like and how this leads us into being more deeply connected with our intuition. I discuss masculine and feminine energy and how we can balance them and use them in our body to help support our lives. The power of celebrating and how important it is to have fun and sacred play and really honor our accomplishments and our movement forward in our lives. I also offer a journal exercise around watching for serendipities and finding things to be grateful for and also watching the signs that are always all around us the way that our guides and angels are trying to communicate with us so before we dive in I do just want to take a moment and mention the intuitive soul awakening container that Alyssa Kennedy and I are holding over the end of this year into the beginning of next year. It's a free container and it's full of magic and mystery and connecting you with your intuition in a way to intentionally release 2021 because let's face it, it's been hard (laughs) and move into 2022 really holding the vision and calling in what you want to create for your life for this coming year. So we would love, love, love to have you in that container with us, soaking up all the juicy magic that we're going to offer. You can find a link in the show notes with a little more information about how to sign up and be part of that experience with us. And now let's get on with the show. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Well, I have this big, what I call my Oprah dream. I I am um, an internal family systems parts worker coach, and I want the whole world to understand that they have parts. I think they would be so much better off. And instead of trying to ignore them, kick them to the curb, if they would accept them and build relationship with them. And so that's what my niche is. And I'm great at ideation. I come up with all sorts of ideas like, oh, I could do a 30-day challenge. I could do a 100-day challenge. I could do a a 12-month long thing to kick off 2022. And then I can even create content for that. 
And then when it comes to the idea of selling, it's like the record scratches like, and I just can't, it's so hard for me to do that. And so I'm looking for some guidance to see how do I get over that? Or am I on the right track? Or, you know, what would be, what would be in my best interest to be able to help more people? So that's kind of what I'm looking for today. <laughs> well, first, I just want to thank you for bringing such beautiful work to the world because it's dear to my heart that getting in touch with ourselves and knowing all those parts and really welcoming them. So I just honor you for that. And I love that you have an Oprah dream. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I see is this image of it's a sinking ship and you're struggling not to go down with the ship is the idea and you're reaching up and it's like you're reaching towards the light and this idea of what you believe is going to help you and yet it's just out of your reach I get this sense of defeatedness that's coming through like you're you're striving and you're trying and underneath it's like oh what's the point like I just I just can't do it anymore it's too hard I'm I'm sinking so when I offer that to you what comes up for you I don't know I'm surprised but as far as I know I don't feel defeated the last couple of weeks have been a little stressful um, because of my day job and so that would be the closest thing that that could potentially resonate against is um, some things that aren't, don't seem to be going well in that space, but don't really have anything to do with my, that I'm aware of about my Oprah dream, as I call it. What's your day job? Um, I put on large events for um, e-commerce merchants in um, the deals with payments, risk, and fraud. And we put on a, um, a live show. We did a live show this year, and then we're doing a virtual show. And every day I come into my office, there's something else that seems to have gone wrong. Okay. It's, do, it's supposed to be the 1st of October. I mean, it will be the 1st of October, but it's been a little challenging the last couple of days. How much does that job light you up? It does not light me up the way it used to. That's the other reason that I'm wanting to figure out some other way. How can I help more people bring in some income so that I can actually walk away from that job in a couple of years? So I feel anxiety in my chest as you're speaking like this, like I'm trying to hold it all together type of feeling. <laughs> now that I recognize. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that I recognize. The way they're showing it, it's like layers. Mm -hmm. So the layer you're in right now is the anxiety that, um, you know, I'm holding it all together. The layer under that is that sinking ship that defeated, like that's where you're headed with that particular path um, in a way that's like soul related. Like it's, it's taking my breath away in the sense of um, your soul is really crying out for you to, to change something. So let's see how we tie this in with this part about the ideas, being afraid, really wanting to put that stuff out there. Take a big breath into your heart again for me, please. 
just let me allow me there's like a little like there's a little wall between us so just imagine just allowing that to just dissolve allow your heart to flood with love so you have a very fiercely protective part of yourself and interesting you you know you were saying you do parts work and so what do you know about that fiercely protective part of you oh most of my parts are fiercely protective um what came up for me when you said that was years ago like goodness like 20 some years ago a friend who I consider to be a good friend said to me you never let me in you never let me really near you you have a wall around your heart um, and that's what came up for me when you said that and that's interesting I didn't realize that was still there what do you think it's protecting well the vulnerable parts of me I would assume that would be my assumption the parts that are worried about getting hurt what happens if those parts get hurt the parts work I'm trained in believes that there are parts that will step in to keep those vulnerable parts from getting hurt. And they will do everything in their power to keep that pain away. And what I try to do as a practitioner, and with my own parts, because I have my own practitioner, um, is we want to heal those parts that are vulnerable and that got harmed when we were young. I would say that this part that's around my heart is worried it's protecting a part that's really young and scared and vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You feel open to giving that part of you a hug? Yeah, absolutely. When you think of that younger part of you, what sort of relationship do you have with that part of you? Well, I may not, not have known it was there, um, but how I'm feeling towards it is I'm open and curious and want to care for it. So that the wall doesn't have to work so hard. What are some ways that you can think of to nurture and protect that part of you in a different way? So I think that um, it would be important, again, based upon my training, it would be important to get to know the wall and understand it needs to understand. It needs to give me permission to work with the little one, the one, it, the vulnerable one, and then the vulnerable one. I would say to it, I want to hear your story when the time is right. But in the meantime, I can send you love. and You can know that you're not alone. Neither of you, the wall or the little one. And I am here with you now. Does that feel true for you? Yeah, I didn't know they were there. Yeah, it takes courage to look at those places. So I really honor you for that. You okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... When you said you would um, need to work with the wall, mm -hmm. if you are to connect in with that younger version of yourself and think about the way that wall feels inside your body, what words would you use to describe it? The words I would use to describe the wall are mm -hmm. it's strong, loyal, it feels tired, like it's done this job for a really long time. It's important. And I would agree with that because it's protecting this part, this younger part. Can you stay in that space? And as you think about that wall being loyal and strong, can you connect it to a memory, a time when maybe that wall got put in place? Well, what's coming up is like a chain link fence, which is not what the wall looks like. <laughs> 
So I know of a time when I was young that I was injured on the chain link fence. So let me check with this part and see if that's what this is about. No, it's not. It's about, yeah, it's showing me there was a little boy that used to live next door to us, a baby. Well, compared to me at the time. Yeah, there was a little boy my parents tried to adopt and they didn't, they weren't able to do that. And then that little boy just disappeared when its mom took off with it. It's showing me something to do with that little boy. Must have been really hard on your family. It was, but there was like mixed emotions. Like my sister and I were the only two children. And in my family, both both maternal and paternal, there was always a big deal about boys, right? Versus girls. Boys were better, of course. I say with sarcasm or dripping sarcasm. And so I think even then, because I would have been young, like eight, even then I knew that a boy was better than us somehow. And so I think there were parts of me that were not, yeah, that's what I'm getting. It's like, this is about, maybe there were parts that were relieved when he just disappeared. So I'm sure that was really hard. And it's interesting, you know, as you're saying that, that it's better to be a boy in your family. And so that idea of being less than, and being usurped too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, less than. And so as we look at where we started with being afraid of selling and putting things out there related to this tender part of you, what connections can you make? Well, I think the obvious one is the fear of not being good enough. Um, I was checking to see if there's like what else I'm getting from that. The conflicting, there's, there also feels like there's something there about, um, you know, the parts that wanted a little brother or wanted a little, you know, like a ch- younger child in the house, another one. And then, so yeah, like some of these conflicting, do I, don't I, I see some similarities in, in how I'm reacting. Like, I do want that. I don't want that fear around. I'm not good enough. I'm being usurped fear of not being good enough to sell. I definitely see some of that friction for sure. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that little girl today? Like if you were her mama, which you kind of are, (laughs) That's right. um, what would you say to her about that situation and just those feelings of putting up that wall and that heart? I would say to her, there is nothing wrong with having those conflicted emotions. There's nothing wrong with wanting a little baby brother and being scared you're being usurped, but you will never, ever be replaced for me. But whatever emotions you have are fine. And I understand it's confusing. There's a part of you that would like to have him in the family and a part of you that doesn't. That makes total sense to me, little one. And it's okay. Whatever you feel is okay. It's so beautiful. Thank you going to see how we tie this all together or we ask you from sort of where we've been what we've been talking about how can I serve you best in this place I'm not sure it's been very helpful to find this little part that this and the wall that I wasn't aware of was still there Um, interesting that you did pick up the last couple of weeks have been difficult for my day job and I've just noticed in general, I have a lot of clamor 
and clatter in my head that I don't normally have. And apparently that's, you picked up on that. So I don't know if I have an answer, but it was definitely so helpful to find out about these little parts that I wasn't aware of. Yeah, it was beautiful to discover them with you. And what I'd like to offer to you is a practice in that space as you take an idea and you want to work with it, to bring it into the world. You want to take it from creation into, uh, into service of others in the world. That um, what I love to do is put my hands on my heart, like the middle of my heart space. And when I feel that afraid, that fear, that part of me that wants to come forward and protect me, I go to that little girl, that one in there that has all those different emotions. And I soothe her with whatever words she needs to hear. Sometimes I say words to her. Sometimes I ask her what she needs to say, how she needs to be heard. And I really have forged a relationship with that tender, vulnerable part inside of me that's afraid. And through that relationship with her, I'm able to step into bigger things. I'm able to allow the fear to not hold me back. And so I offer that to you and ask how that lands for you. I love that. I love that's one of the things that I teach clients is how to create <laughs> that relationship with their parts. And I understand 100% how critical that is. So yeah, that lands really well. So they're showing me a New Orleans riverboat, like one of the parties sort of like from the more times when the river was lively and people would go on board and dance and there's music and I see like big frilly dresses and fancy hairdos and feathers in people's hair. And this idea of like lightening up and not asking so much of yourself. You have this beautiful relationship with all these different parts of you and the ability to discern and connect with these parts. And there's this feeling of not letting yourself have a break sometimes. And so wanting you to just allow yourself to take a break from work sometimes, to be in that space of just having fun and nothingness and where you're just allowed to like throw your head back, put on a fancy dress and twirl around with no purpose. Can you see yourself doing that? I love that idea. I love fancy dress. Does this feel like an okay place to land for today? Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. A big thank you to Laura for sharing such a vulnerable and tender part of herself with us today. One of the things that I know to be true in my life and in the people I love and the people I work with is that the quality of our life is directly related to the quality of our relating. How we relate to ourselves, how we relate to each other, how we relate to situations and circumstances. What are we bringing to our life? What are we arriving with 
rather than what are we arriving to. This shift in perception where we view our life from the quality of our being, from how we are relating to everything around us, is at the heart of everything. And in this call, we saw how Laura related to this beautiful part of herself with such love and tenderness and kindness. And when we choose to do this for ourselves, we change the very fabric of who we are and our lives. Our nervous system is always searching for safety, for belonging. And when we can give those things to ourselves, rather than searching for them in our environment, we give our nervous system the opportunity to settle, to breathe, to relax. And when we look inward and we notice that we're searching for safety, as so many of us are, what those parts of us really need is actually our love. By shining the very light of our own love on ourselves, we fill that space that is always searching for us to be safe, looking for us to belong, looking for us to fit in. The power of our love is huge, and that is what we really, really want. And what can happen sometimes is not only are we searching for our own love and craving our own love that we are not giving to ourselves, we are also not letting others love us. We might think we are, and yet if we really connect in with our heart and that deep space inside ourselves, we're terrified to be loved, to let anybody in, pass those walls, into that sweet, sweet, tender part of ourselves. And inside this place, inside this ability to connect to this part of us that is closed, is where our connection to our divine self lives. When we have the courage to allow ourselves to open, to allow ourselves to put down the walls, to love ourselves instead of protecting ourselves, we can hear our intuition. We can hear our connection to our guides, to our angels, to our spirit animals. Because not only are we keeping out love, but we're keeping out our connection to each other, to our divinity. And so... A lot of our intuition is really a journey into loving ourselves, allowing those parts of ourselves that we hide away, that we don't feel are good enough for the world or don't deserve love, don't deserve attention. Inside there is the magic. And inside there is the medicine. The medicine for us, for what we're here to share with the world, to give to each other. There's such a beauty when we... Remember that we're all connected, that there really is no separateness, and that deep within us, it all comes back to love. Another way we can create the separateness is through this idea of not allowing multiple emotions. We tend to think that we just feel one way, and there is such freedom in this idea that we can feel multiple things at the same time. We can be happy while we're sad. We can be scared while we are brave. We can be angry and at the same time love. We don't have to choose. It isn't an either or. It's a yes and. <laughs> and what this allows is more of us to be present, more of us to show up, 
more of us to choose what we want. We don't need to see ourselves as so black and white. I love the idea when we tend to talk about black and white and we say we live in the gray. Well, between black and white is a rainbow. And I love this idea that let's live in the rainbow. Let's embrace all the colors. Let's embrace all the magic because that's where the real beauty in life lies. I also wanted to talk a little bit about the imbalance of the feminine and the masculine in our world today and how in an effort to lean more into the feminine and recultivate and connect with the feminine, we are some of us are tending to make the masculine bad. And in order for us to really shift this dynamic and this relationship that we have with the masculine and the feminine, it's this idea that we embrace both. Both have such an important role in our lives, in our society, in the way of creating, in the way of living, that again, it's not an either or, it's a yes and, both, please. The masculine holds the container, the feminine throws, flows through and creates. They need each other. They embrace each other. They, they love and laugh together. And this is where we need to get back to this balance that, and this recognition that they move together and work together when they are in alignment and in synchronicity. We have both the energies inside our body. Being in a female body, we tend to run more feminine energy. And being in a masculine body would tend to run more masculine energy just by the nature of our biological makeup. However, we have both inside us. And we need to cultivate a relationship with both of them so that they can be in their divine power within us. One of the things I teach is energy management and this concept of learning how to run our feminine energy and our masculine energy in a healthy way that serves our body and serves the planet. I also have a meditation on Insight Timer that helps you connect in with the divine feminine energy and run that through your body. The more awareness we can have around how we are living in our masculine and our feminine is another tool that we can use to really connect in with our intuition and find those nuances inside ourselves and learn to understand when we are flowing in the correct balance of these energies, how much easier it is for us to connect with spirit. Another theme I wanted to touch on is this idea of celebration. And how important celebration is in our lives. So often we have a goal that we're striving for and we reach that goal. And rather than celebrate, we quickly just discredit all that we've done to get there and move on to the next thing. And some of those goals might be small. Some of those goals might be big. It doesn't even have to be goals. It can be wins. It can be how we showed up differently. What's important is that we stop and celebrate all the little things, all the big things. What we're saying to the universe is that I recognize that I deserve attention. I deserve to be celebrated for what I have done today, no matter how big or small it is. 
And in that celebration, this idea of play, creative, sacred play, and having fun. We're so serious, myself included. I catch myself sometimes with my kids when they just need me to run out of the closet screaming and chasing them instead of sitting in here crying because they weren't listening and I got all frustrated again. And um, if you want to try it, it is kind of fun. It works really well. (laughs) It changes the whole energy of everything when we remember that we're here to have fun. We're here to play. We're here to actually enjoy our lives, not just accomplish things. And so the more we start celebrating, the more we tap into that energy, the more we can connect into the true essence of life and that spiritual connection and uh, the beauty that is around us that we tend to miss so often because we're just so focused on the to-do list or the next thing that we have to accomplish or how we're going to pay the bills or who needs to get picked up to take into gymnastics today and all those things that just affect our lives and rob us of the joy and beauty that is all around us in every moment. If we just pause and remember to celebrate, one of the things I have started doing is I have a journal by my bed and every night before I go to bed, I write down the things that I'm grateful for, my celebrations for the day, my challenges, and also the synchronicities, the things that I noticed where spirit was speaking directly to me today. The number of times I saw 1111 just randomly in emails and on the clock or the way I was thinking about somebody and then they ended up calling me five minutes later. All those little things that we might want to call coincidences, but really aren't. They're synchronicities and serendipities, and they are coming into our lives to awaken us, to show us that we are on a spiritual journey if we would just stop long enough to notice the signs. So my encouragement to you this week is to look for the signs. Look for all the synchronicities. And if you want to do the journal idea at night, I am loving doing it. I offer that to you. I hope you have enjoyed the show for today. I am looking for anyone that is interested in receiving a reading from me for the show. I'd love to support you and help you on your journey. And thank you for being part of helping the planet awaken to their intuition. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I love being here with you. Namaste. Thanks so much for tuning in today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love if you could please leave a five-star review as it helps the show to grow and assist me on my mission of having intuition be a part of everybody's life. For more information on reconnecting with your heart and intuition, head on over to my website, www.themoderndayintuitive.com, where you can listen to free meditations, sign up to be a guest on the podcast, learn how you can work with me in person, find links to my social media platforms, and much more. And a big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place by having the courage to look inward to develop your intuition. Big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place by having the courage to look inward to develop your intuition.